0: Welcome to the Raise Your Energy podcast. My name is Linda Lange and I'm your host and energy expert. Today's episode is a collection of my thoughts on the ego. In the last few months, I have started to understand more and more about what the ego actually is. But if somebody would have out of the blue just asked me, hey, can you explain to me what the ego is? I'm not sure I could have given a straight answer to that one. That's why I created this episode for you and myself. So if you, like me, are not 100% sure what you would say when you get asked what the ego is, stay tuned. the word ego has a lot of meanings and viewpoints. Some people, they celebrate the ego because they associate strength with it and success and they feel through their ego that their self deserves success, money and power. On the other end of the spectrum you find people who describe the ego as being selfish, self-centered and egoistic. They don't aspire to have even an ego or associate with their ego as they see it as something negative. I can see both sides and all of the shades of gray in between. I can understand both sides for the explanation of what the ego is or might be. But even if I can understand both sides, I don't associate with either of these sides, not anymore. Through my self-development journey, I am learning more and more about the ego and that it is not like that at all. So let's look at my definition of the ego. The ego is part of our personality, our identity. I mentioned in a recent episode that our personality is a collection of everything that we have experienced, everything we have learned and collected throughout our lives. And the ego is the part of the human identity and personality that we experience as ourselves, as the I, in relation to the outer world, to our environment. The word ego is Latin and translated it's the word I. When we talk about ourselves we use the word I and that is our ego. Our personality is Like a collection of so many different things that we formed over the duration of our lives and the ego is the current expression of that. It's the current picture that we have of ourselves and the picture that we portray into our environment. And the ego is a fully necessary part of us. We cannot get rid of our ego. It is a part of being human and existing in this world, in this physical world. If we would not have an ego, we would not really be anybody. We would not have to say anything. It's like having a completely wiped computer and... There is no software on it, there is no memory storage, there are no programs. You turn it on and nothing happens. You can't work with such a computer, it's useless. And that would be the same for us without our ego. We would be of no use in this dimension. Therefore, the ego is a huge part of our existence That is just necessary. So, the one part of people that don't like to associate themselves with having an ego, as they see it as negative, they work against something that is not really possible to disappear or to be eliminated. What they are against is a specific version of the ego that represents traits and behaviors and actions that can be classified as selfish egoistic. That's really what they dislike. They dislike people that are just out for themselves and that don't care about anybody else, right? But these people have an ego too. Every human has one. And as I always say, we are the creators of our lives and therefore we are as well the creators of our ego. Our ego can be what we want it to be. So, Let's look closer at how our ego is built over time and how it actually influences us today. By the time we are 35 years old, 95% of who we are is fully created and kind of automated. (laughs) That fully formed personality or identity consists of thought patterns that we created, repetitive habits, programmed beliefs and triggered emotions, memorized behaviors. All of it comes from our past. We collected it during the length of our life, which means it's all just a record of our past life. We are so programmed and collected enough life experience by then that we can just live our lives on autopilot. And a lot of people do. You don't have to think anymore that much to go about your day. Your day actually looks pretty much the same every day. And even other events like seasonal events or annual events pretty much look the same. And that makes it much harder if we wake up from our lives, from that situation, and we ask ourselves, is that all there is? If we then want to adjust our ego and who we portray to the world, we will need to work on it. Our body and our conscious analytical mind, they crave the past, They want to stay in the past. They don't like the unknown. They like the known. And they want to stay where you are. And that's why we develop in that way that we become that personality at some point. And then if we don't wake up from it or ask ourselves some meaningful questions, we just stay exactly who we are from that point onwards. Because that's classified as safe and known by our body and by our analytical mind. That does not mean we have to live with that ego and that personality for the rest of our lives. No, not at all. We can decide to change parts of it. We can decide to change a lot of it. We can decide to let go of certain traits or behaviors. And we can decide to let go of trauma from the past that is still influencing our ego and forming our identity today. So when we look at people that are celebrating their big ego and they enjoy being selfish and self-centered, then that is their decision on how they want to live their lives. They decide on their set of values and for them that is success, money and power. That is their number one in their lives and they made that decision. It's not like they didn't choose it or it just happened to them and not to others. No, it is their decision as well. But this is just a version of an ego, They could decide to change that ego to be more selfless, caring, and helpful. If they wanted to, they could change. Because remember, we are the creators of our lives. The ego represents who we currently are. So the thoughts that we currently are having, the beliefs that are forming the base of our lives that we are currently living... All of the actions and the behaviors, our values and our mission that we are currently trying to fulfill or fulfilling. The result of this mix is our ego. The same as you keep changing when we grow up, we can still change as well when we are older. It's not going to be as easy as when we were kids or in our youth. But we can change the ingredients of our ego. We can still do that. You can start small and make adjustments that are a little bit easier. And from that experience and that practice, you can move on to bigger topics that you would like to change. In other episodes, I talk in detail about how to change. And I'm going to provide you with the links in the show notes so you can listen to them if you are seriously interested in making some changes and learning more about the process of change. For today, I wanted you just to understand the ego in itself, what it actually is and what it isn't. There are a lot of misconceptions about the ego out there and it creates confusion for all of us. But I hope I was able to shine a light on the ego and for both of us, for you and for me, to for us to be clearer about what the ego really is and what it actually can be. It's our personal choice. I personally work on my ego now all the time. I have worked in the last couple of years on changing a lot of my habits, my beliefs and my behaviors to overcome burnout. And if I would not have gone so deep into my programs and worked on the root cause of it, I would just end up in burnout all over again pretty soon, probably. But I have gone deep, and it was hard, and sometimes it still is, because old patterns and habits still come up now and then. But they get less and less powerful, they are less and less loud and overpowering, and I know with time they will just not show up anymore, they will disappear completely. That's why I keep working on my personality, my identity, and therefore as well my ego every single day. And I keep finding new parts that I want to let go of, like emotional triggers that I collected in my past and that I'm now tired of. I'm just ready to let go of them. So I ask myself meaningful questions. I reflect and I go inside of myself to discover what they truly mean, where do they come from and how do they influence still my life, my energy. And if it needs to be, I even get some support from a specialist, from uh, a coach or a therapist, somebody like that, a healer that can help me uncover them. So I know exactly on what to work on, these triggers, these buttons, these switches (laughs) that we all have inside of ourselves. And I do all of that work so I can change my life to the better, to become a better version, a newer version of myself that I aspire to. And so I can become closer to the real self, to my higher self and who I really want to portray to the world. And you can do the same. It's a question of what you want your future life to look like. Do you want to live on autopilot for the rest of your life or do you want to grow, develop and have new and exciting experiences in your life? It's your choice. Thank you so much for listening and watching this episode this week. I'm so grateful for you spending this time together with me. And with that, I say goodbye. I love you and leave you. Talk soon and bye-bye.